Today on the Movement of Color podcast, we're talking about coronavirus protesters. What's their angle? Why are they so racist? Of color. So, again, my name is Brandon Peyton Carrillo. I'm your host for this magic carpet ride, and I think we should begin now. What do you think? All right. Hey, Byron. Yes. Have you noticed all the white people protesting the pandemic? Wait, are they protesting the, like, you know, horrible government inaction or, like, the fact that it seems like all the capitalists have basically left it to fucking die or that, like, you have talking heads on, like, TV saying, sorry, but, you know, we got we to gotta sacrifice 120,000 people um, so that Dow Jones can go up uh, 0.3%. It, it, was it that? No, no. I think they like all of that stuff. Um, they were bitching about social distancing. Oh, are you saying the thing that uh, keeps us all fucking alive right now? <laughs> pretty, pretty much, pretty much. Um, I saw one of their um, signs that says socialism distancing, which doesn't make any fucking sense. But uh, I, yeah, I, they don't. They don't like I, this. I would. I would. I would. I would put critical support to that person because I think that person realized just how lonely socialists are, just by the nature of the organizing we do, uh, which is like ironically all about people. <laughs> but, but, like, <laughs> but 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 no, the actual. I'm pretty sure that person is a fucking reactionary and doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. But you know, what, what do you expect? They they do yeah. not. They, they they know not what they do. Yeah, and, you know, they know not what they do to the point where they may just die of coronavirus. Oh, like, after those protests, when they were not practicing social distancing as, like, a whole point, they are 100% going to die. Or, like, a good chunk of them will, because they're also, like, fairly old. <laughs> yeah, none of them are really younger than 30. And they're all white, even though I did see one lost Indian fellow there in the crowd. And this was in um It was a Moody supporter. Michigan. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so I guess maybe he wasn't lost. He he looked like he didn't know if he was supposed to be there because these protests look like a low key clan rally without the robes. Yeah, like a lot of American flags, a lot of like angry white people in like an angry white part of town. Like anyway, it's like okay. Yeah, not 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 a good look, but you know. Yeah, that's that's another funny thing too. Like, okay, since you mentioned, you know, in the angry white part of town, um, like (laughs) also known as Huntington Beach here in Orange County. Yes, (laughs) and in Wisconsin, and well, particularly the Milwaukee metro area, it's called Brookfield, and they protested at Brookfield Square, which is not actually a town square because Brookfield isn't real a real town. It's like a 
amorphous suburban sprawl, but Oof. Brookfield Square is the mall. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, oh my god, it's like exactly like that one photo of like the lady who's like uh who like wants to speak to coronavirus's manager like in front of the Baskin Robbins. <laughs> It's yes. like open. It's like the Baskin Robbins is open. You can go and get ice cream if you want. And you just get it to go. That's the only fucking problem. That's the only part. <laughs> you frigid on my freedoms. I can't eat. I can't dine in. This is this is the same as uh, fascism. The thing that I will that if actually came, she would probably this person would probably be down for. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's it's so fucking bizarre. It's so weird. It's so weird how. Racially coded it is Obviously maybe It's not real You know we We would have guessed this shit And someone said Someone's gonna protest The lockdown The coronavirus Lockdowns Quarantine We all Probably Would have guessed There would be Older white people Who would be pissed Yeah Cause like Demographically Those are the people Who are the best off Um In terms of People who aren't like Mega mega rich Um You know like like, I remember having a discussion with my brother who, came, who like, visited yesterday. Um, um, my mom was very happy. <laughs> I give her that. I'll, I'll, you know, uh, that, that was nice. But, like, uh, you know, we had this conversation specifically about this where it's, like, my brother was, like, yeah, all these, like, people who, like, you know, he, he like, kind of characterized them as, like, country bumpkins, you know, the whole, like, uh, oh, like, they have to be, like, you know, you know, very poor white people who like don't know what the fuck they're doing like if they like it's only until like someone dies that like they actually get it like uh but i, I but i kind of like had to break it to him like dude these are not like country but these aren't people from rural california uh who are dirt poor and are coming into fucking huntington beach of all places to protest these are like people from huntington beach these are like uh boat dealers or like fucking car dealer owners you know like these are people with like a decent a fairly good amount of money who have the privilege to live in huntington beach or like near huntington beach um mm. and to fucking protest in the middle of the day like to who have like nothing else to do like um that and these are like people who would complain about not ha- about but not being able to fucking go out and buy whatever the fuck they want at any time like if like no nobody in Santa Ana is gonna be doing that because guess what like at some point we've all had to experience okay yeah guess we're not gonna uh, you know like, when I was a kid uh, when I was in high school I basically had like a hundred dollars over the course of my of like my four years in high school so I didn't really buy anything so I'm used to just not I'm used to having long periods where I just can't buy shit or I can't go out I just do the thing I have to do and then I go home uh, or like I am I just am home now. Uh, but like these people, these fucking upper middle class white pieces of shit, what uh, they they have lived their entire lives at this point, from like basically childhood. Because guess what, you fucking inherit wealth in this country. Most wealth is inherited. Uh, that's yeah. why African American and like Latinx uh, communities are so fucking poor. Um, like. On top of like the racism, <laughs> on top of the racism is just like we're 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 doing like a a, a you know uh, a hundred meter sprint, but we're like fifty meters behind uh, the white person. Like we start fifty meters behind. Yes. Um, but these fucking white people, like they've lived their entire 
because they're also baby boomers, because of course they are. Uh, they've right. lived in, they inherited a fuck ton of wealth. Uh, they've fucking never had to actually work very hard for, like, any of that shit. Um, they, like, inherited it, and they have other people, people like us, uh, create their fucking wealth. Um, they've lived in a society that focuses entirely on their generation. Like, the baby boomers are the American generation that defined Mm -hmm. everything and is defining everything. Uh, and they fucking refuse to die and move the fuck on. Or, like, they, or they refuse to, like, leave their positions uh, so that, like, other people can kind of, like, take, kind of, kind of go in and, like, okay, you had your turn. Now you can, like, retire and let your ass fall out and, like, you know, just do whatever. Uh, they're not doing that because they're so fucking self-important and they think they're so fucking smart. Uh, you know, it's these, – these people have never had to struggle in any real meaningful sense. Their struggle, like, our struggle is surviving. Like, trying to get f- a roof over our head and food on a table and to get, like, our kids to fucking get somewhat of a less shitty existence. Uh, that will still be shitty, but it'll be less shitty. Yes. Um, the struggle for these people is, oh, am I going to my son Tyler or Durden? Uh, am I gonna fucking, uh, am I going to Baskin Robbins this weekend, uh, with all my friends? Or am I going to that new, uh, that new Thai place that's opened up by, like, a white person? Like, <laughs> like... Durden, by the way? Durden? That was the name? <laughs> yeah, I had to pick between, I had to pick between, like, Tyler and Durden. Like, look, the whitest names I had, I, look, these are the whitest names I know, okay? <laughs> it's gonna be some slack. Okay. Um, I was just... I was like Tanner or Gunner or <laughs> no Durden. No, Dur- no Durden, Durden. Durden brings out like a, a a deep hatred in me. Like I, I'm like whenever I hear the the name Durden, I'm like maybe I should join the Nation of Islam. <laughs> maybe they have a few good points. <laughs> and and also since you brought up the Nation of Islam, just uh, for clarification, when you said white pieces of shit. You're not calling white people pieces piece of, of shit. shit. You're just calling these pieces Be of shit. Specific that white to be people white. pieces of shit. Yes. Yes. Just uh, for clarity. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, knowing the people who listen to us, it's probably assumed. Um, but you know, I, I guess yeah. I, I, that for 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 someone who's just listening for the first time, I think that would that is a pretty good thing to come out with. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, okay, like that's. Like, their struggle is like, oh, like, now their struggle is, oh, I can't go out and I can't go to the fucking Olive Garden down the street and, like, stuff my face with, like, very, like empty fucking cow of just, like, just pasta. Just endless pasta. Just, oh, my God. I, I can go on for pasta. a while about endless pasta and why it terrifies me. But, like... And breadsticks. And breadsticks. They're oh, and, the, and those shitty fucking breadsticks. Look, if it was, like... If this was, like, the Red Lobster... Like cheddar biscuits, okay, maybe, okay, maybe you have something there. I, I would agree with it, but but I'll acknowledge that it's there. But the fucking breadsticks from Olive Garden—that's what you're willing to risk your fucking life for. Like we're like those in Santa, we're fucking like dying. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like they uh, taste like tampons. Th- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> big huge tampons they taste like tampons i mean well, they do suck the moisture out of everything i mean i, I so they have that similarity but like <laughs> i'm not sure about the taste there buddy <laughs> uh but 
uh, no, I mean that's that's that that that's it. That that's it. They their entire lives have been conspicuous consumption, where they are what they consume, so they consume a lot, so they're a lot. Um, and th- now they can't do that because me, mom, and pop pop would fucking die if that was the case. Uh, but they don't give a shit. They they don't care how many people have to fucking die. Like <laughs> they don't care if they die. They want to fucking consume until they fucking die. That's all they care about. That's the only real struggle they fucking have right now. Um, and they're fucking angry. Um, and Trump and, and, and they look to Trump to like reopen the economy uh, way too fucking early. Um, you know, they look to Trump to like on his Twitter saying like liberate Michigan or some shit or like liberate Wisconsin or liberate Washington which is like, and then like also mentioning the Second Amendment, which I'm like, what the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> uh, is the president trying to self coup? Like, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it's fucking ridiculous. And this is why I hate like middle class white people so fucking much. The, you know, the rich white people, at least they're like kind of competent in what they're doing. It kind of makes sense in a fucked up way. But holy shit, upper middle class white people are like the worst because there's, yeah. there's nothing rational about what they do. There's nothing rational. And well, let me. That, that's my 10 minute fucking rant on these assholes. <laughs> and guess and what? Everyone's making one. fun of you. Everyone's making fun of you. <laughs> Even the fucking libs are dunking on you, for God's sakes. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh. It's cringe. You. They're posting cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but all right. You brought up something that I thought was really interesting. Uh, right around the time uh, you mentioned self coup, so I think there's going to be some long lasting ramification from this kind of Trump to protester dialogue. This was something that you know when our friend Bernie Sanders would talk about. Oh, we need a movement behind us that would push, you know, for certain policies, this and this and that. Otherwise, I can't get them done. Even though I imagine it doesn't quite look like that in Bernie Sanders' view or perspective, but the idea that he got these random-ass white people, angry as all hell, protesting in front of cameras that the media is just going to cover because anything has There's to do with something else, yeah. Yeah, they're going to fucking cover that shit. Um, I feel as though that perspective is going to grow grossly out of control and be kind of Trump's, you know, brown shirts, if you will. Well, I mean, like there, there's, I mean, some people on, on like Twitter and like, and, and like social media will be like, oh, you're kind of a hyperbolic. Well, like a lot of the people who like helped organize these are like fascists or like actual Unironic fucking fascists with like connections to multiple white supremacist organizations like they're because they are at the forefront because they have the organizing experience uh, mm-hmm. to kind of get this thing fucking going. Um, Trump isn't like all Trump doing all Trump is doing is like pointing to a general direction and saying go. Uh, but it's these actual like fucking fascists who are like actually putting the whole plan together and like getting people out to these things. Because they know, because because they know it's like oh, uh, middle class white people who are disillusioned with how things are currently going—that's their prime demographic. <laughs> that's 
That's that's no, that's that has historically been the backbone of every fascist movement ever. So yeah, yeah. Of course, they're, of course, they're gonna fucking go for it. Um, <laughs> you know, and like these, you know, and like you get like fucking open carry psycho, like open carry like reactionaries fucking coming out to this shit all the time. You know, and it's funny how like even in liberal California that you know they're not really cracking down on this uh, whole white people with guns in public shit. Oh no, because it's white people. That that that's literally it. That's all. Like the <laughs> moment the melanin in your skin uh, is 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 kind of erased, or like the moment like the if they they I I have, I have a lot of criticism of, of Family Guy, but like. The one bit they just got on fucking point was like the whole like when you know Peter gets pulled over and the cop pulls out a fucking like color swatch uh, <laughs> of like okay uh, if they're this white they're they're innocent if they're this fucking dark they're terrorists uh, th- no hundred percent they th- fucking uh, I hate to say it but Family Guy was right <laughs> yeah, look I don't like it as much as you people but you know occasionally you know very hit or miss but occasionally he hits. And when he hits, he hits and well. He hits well and hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a 10 second. It was like a five second bit and it fucking, it worked. And he was right. No, it's, it's a hundred percent. Like, uh, like you have like people who are like, are grossly violating the social distancing orders. Um, some, and some even in cities where like, they're like actively finding people like a thousand bucks per like instance. Um, yeah. and police didn't do shit. Because it's like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, they're not going to go fucking, like, arrest white people. Especially, like, rich white people. Are you fucking kidding me? Meanwhile, if, like, if, like, five fucking uh, people in, like, you know, Santa Ana or, like, uh, or, like, you know, fucking Baltimore or some shit, like, fucking, like, you know, just go, like, sit around and talk, even though they're, and, like, they're five feet away from each other, like, no, fucking cops going to pull up and, like, fucking harass us and give us bullshit. So yeah, no, but it's just, it's, it's, it's just annoying seeing just how grossly racist the system is. But at this point, everyone's seeing it because there's, there's nothing else to look at and it's so fucking blatant. So with that, and I, and I agree with you, everybody could see it. Everybody's looking at it, but I feel as though. Nobody's gonna do shit. I mean, like people of color, we can say, "See, this is racist. This is racist." We've been telling you this is racist. You know it's racist. And they, know like, it's okay. racist. <laughs> they know it's racist. Yeah, they know it's racist. White liberals are like, oh, this is so racist. Oh, yeah, they oh. say it, but they don't do shit. Yeah, because they're liberals. Yeah, they don't. Do yeah, exactly. So then, and then you know, conservatives are like, "Well, you're just expressing his constitutional rights." You know, you're not going to infringe on my fucking rights to be racist. You know, like, what's nothing's going to change, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it, this is like, I mean, usually like the, the way I view history is like, it, it's, you know, we, it, it's very difficult to change history, even like through organizations is because like we are dealing with like these massive powerful forces that, some, that you know sometimes are directed by powerful people, other times are directed by nobody. <laughs> like no one's driving, no one's fucking running the train. Uh, it's just 
you know, there's a so there's like a brick uh, on the gas pedal, uh, and no one's in the fucking no one's at the front of the train stop doing anything. It's just going. Uh, and we're all victims to it in, in one way or another. Um, some of them are pretty affluent victims at the front, you know, at the front of the front of the train, but uh, they're victims nonetheless uh, of like history. Yeah. But like we, we we come to moments, you know, like losing a war or like a fucking giant economic depression or you know a fucking plague or like everything that normally exists to maintain control and a status quo of the system kind of just evaporates overnight and everything is up in the air uh where you know because there's nothing else going on it's the thing that no one can look away from uh it's like after oh wait we're like Every fucking day, it was, like, foreclosures, people losing jobs, fucking bankers trying to kill themselves, you know, shit like that. Um, you know, the last one's obviously a good thing, but, like, uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, like, there, there's nothing else for the media to really, like, kind of pivot to, because um, it's so big, because it's so big that, like, they would be dumb not to do it economically, and economics is, like, what ultimately drives news media. Um, mm-hmm. But also because, like, there, there is nothing else going on. There's nothing to pivot to, um, to like distract people. Um, so like, there, there are those moments that we're kind of living in right now where it's like, okay, uh, everything's up in the air. We are gonna have to fly by the seat of our pants. Everything will change all the time. Uh, the the things that were the the the, the world that we understood yesterday does not exist anymore. Does not exist today. Nor will it exist, nor will the world of today exist by tomorrow. Um, you know, uh, it's where we're going to have to improvise on everything. Uh, all the fucking theories we've had, like all the really specific shit anyway. Yeah. Toss that shit out the window. Like, no, it we're we're going to have our general overview, like, you know, dual power or like mutual aid. That's going to be, like, the overriding thing, but it's only until we go and we live in the moment in these, like, communities and saying, okay, here's exactly what needs to happen, and we need to formulate it basically on the spot, because, like, no no place, like, no, no like, ta- no single tactic or way to carry out that tactic will work in every single community the same way. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to adapt, and it's going to be weird, and it's going to be like, okay, what the fuck's going on, but it's... I mean, fucking, uh, you know, they're in like the, but that's what happens like in all like wild times. No one knows what happened. No one knows what's going on. Don't pretend that you do. But like <laughs> we, some people pretend, but like, no, they don't know either. Um, and you just gotta, you just gotta do your best and just make sure like people make it to the other end and, and hopefully, and hope that like we create a better world at that other end because it can go really badly we can just become like victor orban's hungry where it's like oh okay so it's basically like a fascist society now they they had their enabling act like uh, victor orban can basically uh it's rule by dictate at this point yeah. hungry um it's not good um israel may go that way too but like it's because like they can't do an election. Uh, they've had like three elections and nothing's happening. And Netanyahu is like getting very annoyed by, uh, by the corruption allegations. Uh, yeah. so, you know, it's, because, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot. And you know, and the crazy thing is, you know, this isn't all uniform, you know, shit. 
this isn't all going to happen all uniformly. You know, like, you got Hungary and Israel. Yeah, they'll go fascist. Probably the U.S. too. But then somewhere uh, in Europe or South America where they're just going to break the full fucking communist or like they're going to go, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's something that's going to happen where it's going to split where we would not see it happening. Or maybe some type of new third thing that none of us really kind of imagined, but the conditions are right. So it's a, it's a wild time. Yeah, I mean, like, and, <laughs> if we're going to talk about wild. I mean, uh, have you seen, like, those, like, memes going around where it's, like, uh, <laughs> where, where it's, like, all, like, the state packs or whatever? Because at this point, the federal government has dropped the ball so badly. Um, yes. And, and, that, and at the start, um, you know, Trump said, like, oh, like, all this, like, shit about reopening, that's too much work. That's not the state's handle. That's the state's prerogative. Because it's, like, you know, public health is, like, health and stuff, that's usually under state management that's, that's usually not federal government stuff they all they do is like help out um and like coordinate shit but like that's it um the actual the actual final decisions are usually made by states um but like he basically dropped the ball so badly that like the state that like you know the states are like well okay i guess we gotta do this ourselves and like you, know, you got like kushner fucking like uh just fucking up the whole ventilator shit where it's like <laughs> he like give the he would give like he would hand out ventilators to like swing states and the states that are like loyal to Trump. <laughs> yeah. He would like prioritize them and like uh, they were, and he would like, or like he would like resell them back on the fucking market or some shit. And it's just like, what the fuck? And like California, New York are like, well, fuck this shit. So like they help. So like now California is working with Washington and Oregon. They formed, they formed something called the, uh, uh, the West coast pact. That's the official name. And then there's like the yeah. seven state council, which is like, um, like Delaware all the way up to like, I think like upstate, like upstate New York and like, uh, Massachusetts, like Vermont may be involved in it. Yeah. Um, and Nevada might join the Western States pact. And now there's like the, now the Midwest is like forming their own pact. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, <laughs> So it's basically all the like, states around the Great the Great Lakes and like and Minnesota because fuck it I guess um, Minnesota counts. Well, Minnesota. Yeah, I mean yeah, they, they count as Midwest. Yeah, and they got they got they're right on um, Lake Superior. So Minnesota is like Wisconsin light. You know, they, <laughs> yeah. like Wisconsin has all the all the balls. You know, Illinois is only important because they have Chicago, but Wisconsin and Michigan, as far as like Great Lakes culture. They're the powerhouses, and then you got like weird states like Ohio, but they they count Minnesota. Minnesota's all right. I, I, I vouch for my Minnesotans. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's like, and then like there's a bunch of like um, like states like in the middle, like all, uh, like those are like middle America's like states that are working together now, um, because like, like Kansas type shit, like Kansas and like. Missouri, I think, are working together. Um, there's like this weird, like T-shaped, like string of sh- string of states that are like collaborating. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it, like whatever, whatever, like whatever, like I play video games and they do like, like they, and whenever they do like a balkanized United States or like a U.S. Civil War scenario, it's like okay, these are generally the shapes that like these like nation states end up forming. Um, oh, like, yeah. 
uh, whenever they pop off, whenever the Civil War pops off. And it's like, oh, okay. So is this, I remember telling, I remember I was in a Zoom chat with a friend. Uh, and I was like, uh, was this how it felt like to be like a you like in Yugoslavia in 1990, just before everything fell apart? <laughs> was this how it felt? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like, I mean, uh, it, 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 you know, it's, it's going to be it's going to be weird. I mean, it kind of makes sense, though, because like in because Cal- like in California, we, all of our water comes from the Pacific Northwest. It, they co- it comes from like Washington and Oregon. Um, and we make basically everybody's food in the Inland Empire, um, like in the in like in the valley, yeah. um, and then you know the Midwest. Okay, like the the former Iron Belt. That yeah, that makes sense. Um, culturally, they're 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 like there there is such a thing as Midwest culture. Um, mm-hmm. Ohio is like the epitome of it. Um, well, all the all the soldiers in the Midwest are, are like whenever like the militias rise up or whatever, like these we just all start killing each other. It's gonna come from Ohio. Those those are gonna be the shock troops. <laughs> I'm calling it now. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, like in the last Civil War, they really gave the 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 uh, those Dixie Boys a real run for their money. You know, um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, like the on the East Coast. White. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the East Coast. Yeah, okay, like. The you know the you know the the north the northeast Atlantic yeah that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> you know it all of this shit like okay yeah it it makes weirdly enough it, it kind of makes sense on like a geopolitical level like yeah they, they have what they're what's needed to like have an economy <laughs> yeah so it's uh I mean. I don't know how you stand on this. I'm I'm somewhat okay with the balkanization of the U.S. because I'm tired of these kind of faux rural urban divides. And really, it's kind of like a cultural divide that's more or less on kind of what the South wants and these kind of conservative Christian values. And then obviously... You know, because capitalism just, you know, took over the land, you know, after the Civil War, like, you either have, like, okay, capitalism with a smile, or it's just like, we're going to exploit the fuck out of you, rape you in the ass, capitalism. Enjoy it while you have it. Literal slavery, yeah. Yes. So, it's, uh, to see, like, you know. Alabama go their own way, you know, good luck. Good luck, Alabama. It sucks for those people who live in Alabama, but, you know, I always believe in a society, if you're going to have some type of rebellion or some issue, it's your duty as members of that society to make that change. And I'm not from Alabama. I don't want to fucking have Alabama politicians dictate what fucking goes on in Wisconsin, so peace the fuck out. I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, if, if like a breakup really does happen because of coronavirus of all things, um, yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it's going to suck. I mean, in terms of like, I mean, you know, the U S empire will obviously fall apart. Like, no, it, it's governments run off of, uh, cooperation from their, from their like, uh, citizens and like subjects. Um, if everyone just stops listening to the central government, in like DC, just just listening to like state capitals or whatever, yeah, sure. the things are gonna fall apart very quickly. But 
um, you know, on the foreign policy side in terms of like, okay, U.S. empire is just not around anymore. What happens? Well, China will probably come in and like become the new imperial hegemon. Um, I don't. I don't think they're gonna like. Oh, we. I don't think they're. Gonna, I don't think they're gonna pull like a switcheroo on anybody and, and say and say like, oh, the the great Satan's gone. Now we can do communism. Like, no, they'll probably just do capitalism, but call it communism or some shit, or like call it socialism. Yeah. Uh, they're, gonna, they're gonna keep doing what they're doing. Um, just like, but now they they don't have to deal with the American Empire. So they can just do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, they don't have to. They're not limited to just like making East African countries go to like mountains of debt. Uh, to China and then like just start yanking infrastructure from them that like financially uh, yeah. then you just go you can just full, full on invade people now they <laughs> <laughs> um, think you just do that because like there's no counterbalance to like there's no other power to like stop them really because um, guess what China is a state uh, states only care about continuing their own perpetuating their own power by any means um, who knew um, who would have guessed it no who would have no guessed one, yeah no one ever thought about that before yeah, no, no one. Um, <laughs> like Lao Tzu, like uh, Lao Tzu is like turning in his fucking grave right now. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, it's you know, if American Empire falls, like I mean, yeah, it's gonna suck for those of us living in it, <laughs> living in the aftermath. Uh, it's gonna suck for like a while, uh, really badly. Uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna suck to be uh, a neighbor of of China. That's that's definitely gonna be a case. It's it's gonna suck being Vietnam. Uh, it's gonna suck being like, uh, you know, it's gonna suck uh, being like uh, Korea. Um, you know, uh, it's gonna suck being Japan. But yeah, I mean, like that's that's the thing. Whenever whenever we go through these transitionary phases, um, that are like kind of bookended by these like big events, things go weird. <laughs> like like. Like, I mean, who the fuck could have predicted the rise of the USSR, um, you know, from World War One, Or, like, who could have predicted fucking the rise of fascism after the Great Depression? Like, yeah. no one could have really done that. Like, very few very few people really spread the tea leaves on that. Um, and it's going to be the same for whatever the fuck's coming. Like, no, we're not going to be able to predict much of it. We can get some, maybe some general shit, some really broad predictions, but beyond that, it's... No, it's crapshoot. Total crapshoot, and it only becomes clear in aftermath after you've kind of yeah. It, all, it. it really is one of those hindsight twenty twenty things, you know. Like like it, whenever you view history, everything seems inevitable. But when you're living through it, that's a hundred percent not the case. There's no, there is no inevitability. Yeah, this was a good conversation. This was a good depressing conversation. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Start uh, off with what... those damn white people to, okay, so here's how the U.S. is going to fucking fall apart. <laughs> I need that in my life, you know. Yeah. This, this is something to look forward to. Choice. Yeah. Thank you, Byron. <laughs> Man, we have come to the end of another episode. I just want to thank all of you guys. Um, to come along on this um, wild trip journey discussion that we've been having. And um, you know what? Follow us on Twitter at movement underscore color. And if you feel so kind in this uh, time, support us at patreon.com backslash movement of color. Again, my name is Brandon Peyton Carrillo. Adios. Adios.